I'm Alan Walker, and in this episode, my co-host Jeremy Russell spoke to Richard Hutchinson of City Fiber. They spoke about the need at times like this for TA to think differently, to deliver continuing value to the business, and what Richard's team at City Fiber are doing to ensure the rollout of an advanced broadband system for the UK. Enjoy! Please take your seats. This evening's performance is about to begin. Welcome to uh, the Chat Talent People podcast uh, today. Um, we've uh, we've we've had a look at the the current climate with C19, and we decided we wanted to do some uh, some content and put some content out that could be about C, uh, C19 and the impact on recruitment. It didn't have to be, so it could be completely random. Um, some of it is continuing education, keeping people. Um, in a place where their mental health is is um, uh, is, is not uh, put at, at risk, um, but other, others is also around how we can help each other um, by uh, sharing best practice during these times. Um, that uh, category, that last category, is, is very much where today's uh, podcast falls, um, and we're absolutely delighted today to have with us uh, one of my favourite people in the industry. Uh, that's not just because he's a Spurs fan. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the the very lovely Richard Hutchinson. Good uh, good afternoon, Richard. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Missing missing that football season, but um, yeah, I think I, I think we both agree it could work, work in our favour, couldn't it? It, it definitely can. But uh, as I was saying to you a minute ago, I can't believe how important you're making that in, in this current <laughs> climate. I can't believe it's a, it's, that all we talked about was the impact on, on the football season. <laughs> on the football season. Well, yeah. Let's let's well let's let's get a little bit serious for for a minute, then, <laughs> shall we? And um, and talk about about City Fiber um, and particularly um, what what you guys are doing there. Um, I I obviously. We've, we've talked about City Fibre, so I have an understanding of, of what they do. Um, I guess there's a lot of people here who won't understand just how fundamental City Fibre will be to how we come out of, of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Do you just want to give a, uh, sort of a couple of minute overview of what it is that City Fibre do as a business? Yeah, I mean, fundamentally, if you think about what um, BT, OpenReach and Virgin, Virgin Media have been doing for some time in terms of delivering the network that enables um, internet into our homes and businesses. City Fibre are kind of the, the, the third big player in that space. But what we're really looking to do is is enable through our network a full fibre network, which has far greater reliability and far greater speed. So we're talking gigabit speed in terms of um, internet um, speed, both into businesses, private and public sector, but also to the home. So we had a target of 8 million homes by 2025. You think back to what yep. Jeremy Corbyn was pledging as part of his manifesto um, during the elections about giving everybody it. access to full fibre, um, fast speed internet. That's fundamentally what we're, what we're all about. And I think the coronavirus okay. kind of massively highlights the importance of a really strong, reliable network, right? Because fundamentally, we're yeah. now all in a space where we're all operating at home and leaning on a network that isn't necessarily strong or reliable enough to enable us all to operate in the right yeah. ways during the day, but also at home. If you think about going on house party with your friends and how yeah. it keeps dropping out, it's, it's because we haven't got the strength or the reliability in our, in our and I, I guess the, the biggest challenge for, for those of us who are used to working at home um, is, is that suddenly we're not the only one using the broadband at home. Yeah. And, you know, there's probably four times as many um, uh, 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 bits of equipment um, that are being used in any given household, at least, um, that are 
connecting to the internet pretty much all day. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think it's quite clear that to come out of this, we need to come out with with companies like City Fiber um, being given every opportunity to deliver that network as more and more people will work remotely, work from home in the future. So that's um, that's really interesting. So um, I guess the, the simple question is, are you still recruiting? Um, so we're recruiting, but in a kind of, a, 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 I guess, a different way. And I, I think the reality is, whilst the government is very clear that this is something that should continue to be done, um, mm-hmm. and some of our people are, are defined as key workers um, okay. to enable us to continue, um, we also use um, third-party contractors to physically do the build out on the streets. They're also okay. defined as key workers to enable us to still be out on the streets, digging up paths and laying network. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, going back to the importance of it, this is a prime opportunity for us to to utilise the, 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 the space that is um, less busy with people because people are in yeah. their homes, right? So, um there's an absolute desire for us as an organisation to keep going. We're talking to um, councils across the UK about how we speed things up um, yep. to enable us to come out the end of this in a far better position than where we were before we started, if that makes sense. But the reality yeah. is we've got to think differently about how we do that. And we're not recruiting at the same pace. Um, and we're certainly yeah. not, we're only really looking to recruit those critical roles so a significant yeah. part of what we're doing is really about pipelining and assessing to get okay. us prepared for when we can really go hard again as we come out the other end of the um, COVID-19 yeah. situation. Yeah. So we, we're doing a lot of work with, with tech companies, who, who that, and that's the message we're giving to them. You, know, you can't just stop industry working. You can't just give up and, and not do anything. You have to be ready for when we go back to whatever new normal looks like, and that sounds like it exactly the same attitude that you're taking there so um in, in terms of i guess in terms of the the pipelining approach what, what are you doing differently are you are you si- simply building talent pools or are you doing anything more proactive yes i think i think where we win here is about getting our engagement piece right so if fundamentally we're spending more of our time finding and engaging candidates front loading the assessment as much as possible so that we understand what good looks like, um, and our candidates have an opportunity to understand what's great about City Fibre. Um, mm-hmm. And we're doing all of that virtually, by the way, so there's no face-to-face, obviously. Mm-hmm. This is all being done through um, video interviewing as opposed to face-to-face interviewing. Yep, um, okay. But once we get to that point where we've identified really great people, the bit that's going to make the difference is about how we keep them engaged, how we give them access to stuff about City Fibre that, that makes them really keen to join when we're ready to hire. Um, yeah. So that's a combination of content we're going to send out to them. That's a combination of access to key people in our organisation to to, yeah. to hear from the right people in the organisation about what we're doing, what we're going to be doing yeah. in the future, and why what we're doing is so massively critical. Okay. And are you actually, I guess, are you actually making offers with a almost a deferred start date? I don't know if anyone's. Doing any, any of that at all? or No, so we're, we're getting to the point where we've identified great people and we're yep. then going to keep them engaged until we're ready to actually physically hire. So yeah. right at the start of the process, we're obviously having very upfront, honest conversations with the candidates that we are engaging mm-hmm. so that they understand what our process looks like and how far we're going to take them through that process. And I think that's where yeah. that's where 
we've got to get the timing right on this. So it's, it's, it, it doesn't make sense to engage too early. A lot of what mm-hmm. we do, if you think about the, the cities that we're rolling out to, is based on the deployment plan of when we're going to be yeah. in the city, based on when we need to be ready for service, so that the yeah. internet providers like Vodafone can then connect to the home. So we've got a yeah. big build de- deployment plan that tells us which cities we're going to be going into, when we need yeah. to be um, when we need to start that build. And all of our yep. recruitment activity plays back to that build date. So we're now yeah. readjusting that deployment plan based on the fact that, you know, we recognize that we can't go at quite, quite the same pace. And we now need yep. to kind of apply back to that. When do we actually start going out and engaging people? Because we don't want to engage people too early. If our deployment plan is pushing back a city by um, six or eight months, we need to kind of get that yep. balance right, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I guess you. I mean, the argument is that you could you could actually get people who are completely recruitment ready, um, who've yeah. you know who've been through their um, assessment uh, program, whatever that might be, because I'm assuming that could all be done remotely as well. And you know, you you, you could then be you could actually be, uh, I guess, saying to people, we we will make you an offer when we're ready to go into that city, yeah. um, but we don't know when that's going to be. But arguably, the flip side of that, of course, is that if that's going to be delayed by 8, 10, 12 months, that assessment might not be valid. Yeah, and, and this is the juggling act that I think that we're going yes. through at the moment. And this is where the business is, is needing to try and react to something that they have no answers to fundamentally because we mm. don't know how long COVID-19 is actually going to go on for. When no. I look at what we've been doing this last week around rebudgeting and replanning, we're, mm. we're making an assumption that August is when we might be in that ready-to-hire position. But that's an yeah. assumption that could change tomorrow or next week because, as you yeah. know, everything's changing daily in terms of the impact of what's oh, going absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and it, it, is, it, it's, it, is, it is about plans that have to be um, flexible. They have to be... Um, they, they, they can completely change, as you say, overnight. Yeah. Based on based on the five o'clock briefing, um, that seems a little bit like uh, the Queen's speech at the moment. I think that's probably <laughs> one of the biggest uh, biggest tele events of the day. I think. Yeah, from what yeah I can definitely. Hear, but, uh, it's, it's like yeah. the Queen's speech, but people actually sit and watch it because uh, it's actually really important that we understand what's going on. But I, I think yeah. that that agility that, that that need to be flexible, that need to think um, very quickly it plays really massively into City Fibre's kind of culture and, and yeah. the way that we already operated. So lots of organisations yeah. probably struggled with the shift to this virtual world and people working from home. That's not mm-hmm. the case for City Fibre. We were already kind of set up to enable people to work like that. So that piece yeah. was quite easy to move to. Um, the, the, the business is constantly changing and growing and acquiring yeah. and therefore that that means that we're a very agile organization anyway yeah. nobody <laughs> and i mean nobody was prepared for what we need to think about in in this environment because nobody no. has a a book to refer to in terms of what we do in this situation there's no, there's no sops are there really no no, I've been, <laughs> no, which, I've been which... I cannot find one that tells me what to do. Have you, have, you, have you got strong enough broadband to do that search? <laughs> well, I, I'm not actually connected to. Um, uh, it's not. It's not live yet um, in my location, okay. so I am You're leaning right. yeah. on an old open reach network, which means that I am still having the same struggles that that everyone has with too many people yeah. in the house operating um, on the internet. But I've got colleagues yeah. that are connected and. 
the difference is is significant in terms of what what they're experiencing right now. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of the, the the business, obviously set up as you would expect it to be. Let's let's be honest. The business is set up to work remotely, and and that's very different mm-hmm. to um, working through a crisis on your on your kitchen table at home. That's two very different things, and we need to be aware of that. Um, is is your your and I say your recruitment process because you obviously uh, are responsible for the recruitment process at City Fibre. Is that process itself? set up fully or, or did you have to adapt it dramatically to to cope with the current climate i think the only key difference is moving to all of the assessments that we're doing through video rather than face to face there's been a little bit of um thinking around how we do some of that where we've had yep. maybe some technical testing that we need to do so for example yep. city planners part of what we ask them to do is be able to demonstrate when looking at a city plan the kind of things that they're looking for but that's typically a massive map that's printed off that they come to in an interview and they talk through the map yep. that's harder to do virtually but we've we've looked at how we how we how we do that and we've we've come mm. up with a solution that enables us to still understand their understanding of that map and their ability to read it and identify the issues and the concerns and all the kind of things that we're yep. looking for through virtual kind of platform instead so it's Google Maps and, and things like this that uh, or, or adaptations of Google Maps that allow you to do that sort of thing, presumably. Well, yeah, so it's just it's adapting up the, the city plan map and taking yeah. a segment of it rather than the whole map so that we can actually yeah. focus okay. in on a particular area rather than the whole map fundamentally. So we're, st- we're still yeah. able to see what we're looking for, but just in a kind of a, a, a narrower, is that a word? A narrower <laughs> window yeah. in terms of what that map looks like. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ah, okay, that, 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 that's that. Then that makes sense. And is there anything else that um, I, I guess the there's presumably some form of training that people have to go through when they come on board. Um, is that is that something that you are trying also to look at whether you can do remotely to get people trained yeah, up and ready? Our D team have been working massively in the background to yeah. create a whole kind of onboarding platform within our training um, platform. Excellent. So yeah, you know. Very quickly again, people have adapted to the fact that we've got to think differently um, and have created online content that can be accessed through our training hub um, to enable people to still be onboarded and inducted um, effectively. That's not to say it doesn't come with challenges, right? And we, what part of that is also about training hiring managers on how to adapt to bringing yeah. people into business in a different way. So again, yeah. some of the stuff the L&D team have done is, is around how does a hiring manager or a line manager operate and and yep. manage not just their existing people but the new people that are joining? New people as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess um, I guess there's some some new stuff going on here that ultimately could that define how you operate in the future, or is it likely to go back to what it was before? Uh, I think. Definitely, this will change the way not only that we do it, but I think the rest of the recruitment market do it. I think what, what we'll demonstrate through the stuff that we're doing today is that you can do things virtually. Yeah. You don't need to move back to the old school way of recruitment because we, we're going to do it now and we're going to be effective. Um, yeah. So I, I would expect that over the course of the next few months, as we continue to develop what that looks like, we will be developing mm-hmm. our future solution rather than a short-term fit. Yeah. Okay, and if um, you know, if if I if I was um, out of work, for example, at the moment because of the situation, or 
and I, I and I was thinking actually City Fibre sound like a great place to work because actually culturally it, it's it's come across really well. Um, what sort of skill sets are you are you interested in for the future? So firstly, I'd say that City Fibre is an amazing organisation and um, is is if you think about the 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 outturn of all this becomes even more prevalent in the in the kind of industry to kind of yeah add massive value to the way that the UK operates. And that's what yeah. one of the most exciting things about joining City Fibre is that it has such an impact on how the UK will operate and therefore the UK's economy as we kind of come out the other end of this process. Yeah. Um, I guess across the the, the organisation, we're looking for great PMO, project management yeah. people, because yeah. you know, everything that we do it has to be planned um, really tightly to ensure that we yeah. achieve the, the goals that we're looking for. If you look within our delivery function, we're kind of looking for people that can um, can make that city roll out as effective as possible in terms of how the city yeah. planners that are kind of making sure that we're, we're planning the network route that is not going to mean that we cut through gas cables and create disaster yeah. in, in, in cities. Yeah. We're, we're working from health we're and just safety. just coming out of a disaster, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Health and safety, quali- quality assurance in terms of, you know, we're going into cities and yeah. we're digging up people's streets. We need to make sure that not only does the network maintain once we put it in, but also the yeah. the, the environment that we're in um, is effective. Um, we've got yeah. technical people that are doing amazing stuff around actually designing the network to make sure that once it's in, we just need to maintain it because um, it, it's so reliable in terms of what we're putting in. And actually yeah. the trigger points of being able to maintain is is we're alerted in advance so there's there's less downtime of fixing because we already know what the problems are so yeah. there's some really innovative stuff happening from a technical side yeah. um, and then the, the so, whole support and making sure that it runs effectively yeah. and, and i guess the i guess from a technical those technical roles you do need some form of technical background to understand or is or is something like a product design background or or cert, you know, that that sort of mindset the right one no, I'd say within the kind of techie stuff, it, 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 they yeah. need to have that kind of systems engineering kind of background to be able to yeah. truly okay. add value. Yeah, but the, the, the sort of the PMO and people like that, it's it's actually just someone who's run a project or PMO'd a project yeah, of that yeah, sort yeah. of night. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, not- another way that we'll win as a business is that we don't just think about the telecom industry. We think about people that yeah. can bring value into our organisation from lots of different sectors. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and enable us to think uh, uh, differently to maybe what our competitors are thinking. Yeah, I think it's um, personally. I think it's key at the moment that innovation is in the, the way we do things now to deal with COVID nineteen and also in the future. Um, generally, innovation is going to be so so important, and it really sounds rich like uh, you know City Fiber are at the forefront of that, and will come out of this as we need them to which is in a really strong position to, to really build out the network that we need in the future. Um, that is, that's been really interesting. Um, and I'm glad we've got a chance to talk, uh, talk at long last, because I, I think it's been a good couple of months since we, uh, we, last, yeah. we last had a beer. We'll go um, for a beer at some point. We will indeed. We'll do, we'll do that. We'll do that remotely to start with, but probably yeah, yeah, in, in the autumn at some point in London, maybe at the uh, the new stadium. Who maybe knows? At the Tottenham um, stadium, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Rich. Um, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, you and your family keep safe, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, you too, mate. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Anyway. Thanks for listening to this podcast. 
head over to chattalent.com for more blogs, vlogs, webinars, and other great content about HR, talent, and recruiting. Everything you could possibly need. Enjoy! Enjoy!